Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, and Kellen Kennedy with you. Some guests in Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. That's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Chris Shelf. F, uh, Altoff and Brendan that Oilers now sent you. Uh, Roos Chris open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. Let's head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. He played 25 minutes in the very first outdoor game, way back, the Heritage Classic, November 22nd of 2003. He's the Gator, the former captain of the Edmonton Oilers. We welcome back to the show Jason Smith. Hi, Jason. How you doing? Very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, besides the bitter cold, what do you remember specifically about the uh, the first uh, Heritage Classic played in November back in 2003 as a member of the Oilers? Well, I mean, to start, I guess, it was kind of uh, leading up to the game, whether the game was going to be a go or not. It was obviously, I think, one of the coldest days of the winter uh, that year, and uh, they were unsure about the ice and and where it was going to go and whether it was going to be safe for us to play. And then once the game started, uh, I think it was, it's obviously something that, uh, you know, a great memory that uh, all of us that that played in that game uh, have, I think, uh, to be a part of uh, an event like that. And it was kind of, I think, a a trial to to see if uh, an event like that would go well for the league and how it would be taken. And to be uh, to be involved in that game uh, and play was uh, was was a day I think uh, we'll all remember. You know, I remember the alumni game, and of course, the Oilers and the Canadians played in the 1981 uh, playoffs. And Edmonton scored one of the the biggest upsets in NHL history—a 14th place team beating a third place team in three straight. I was uh, 15 at that time. I think he might have been 12 or 13, uh, but it was a big deal. I, and I remember the alumni game. You know, Mark Messier still in the National Hockey League, and he's playing in that game as an Oiler. Wayne Gretzky He's on the ice. Guy Lafleur was my idol as a kid. The Canadians out there. I have a feeling after those guys played, you guys didn't have much of a choice. You knew you were playing, right? Yeah. No. I think. Uh, I think uh, obviously the league and and uh, both teams wanted to make sure that uh, the game happened, and I think uh, the players involved were, were going to do everything we we could to uh, to make sure that it happened, and you know to get out there and and be in that environment and. Uh, be outside uh, with, with all the fans. Uh, it was a special day for, for everybody that uh, played in that game, for sure. Former Edmonton Oilers captain Jason Smith joining us in Oilers now. The Oilers will uh, host uh, the upcoming Heritage Classic against Calgary end of October. Was there any thought about getting, I mean, you played 25 minutes in that game. It was like minus 22, 23, and got colder as the night went on. Like, did it hurt like hell when you hit a guy? Could you feel it in your teeth? Like, how Like, how did it sort of change the, the body dynamics for you guys out on the ice, uh, Jason, when you collided with a player or blocked a shot or something like that? Well, I think the the biggest thing was I remember hearing the the puck hit the goalie's pads, and it was like it was hitting a brick wall. I think that sound was was different than, than what you get uh, in a normal rink. But uh, as players, it was nice and warm on the bench when we got to the bench. So I think the the shifts were short, and, and once uh, once you got on the ice, I just remember being out there for about ten or fifteen seconds, and your gloves would tighten up. 
your uh, your sweat and your snot would start to freeze on your face and uh, just kind of grind it out. It kind of brought memories back to, to when you were a kid when you could stay outside for hours and uh, and never get cold. But uh, there was times in that game where it, it was a little chilly for sure. Was it? Did you grow up in Calgary? Where was it? Uh, did you play at an outdoor rink back in the day? Yeah, I grew up in Calgary. I think the, uh, the first two years that, that I started playing, uh, probably about half the ice time, uh, half the ice times were on were on the outdoor rink, and um, there were some definitely some cold days. I think the, the first year, I remember uh, telling my mom and dad that I didn't want to play anymore because it got too cold, and uh, they told me that uh, I should probably toughen up and uh, go out and have some fun like uh, everybody else was. So. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, it was a, you know, it was great to be a part of the event. No matter how cold it was, uh, I think it was, a, it was, it was, it was a great event put on by the league. And uh, obviously, you see, you see where the outdoor games are now, and uh, how popular they are with the, the fans around the league and, and what they bring back to the league. It was, it was a special day uh, being a part of the first one. I, I don't, you know, for me, that was the first year that Spec and me had, uh, you know total sports in 0304 and I remember the conject like there are a lot of people around the league that thought Edmonton was crazy and some of the people that were involved in bringing that game to Edmonton were Patrick Lef- the Edmonton investors group with Cal Nichols owned the team at the time uh, you know Bruce Savile Jim Hole guys like that were Harold Rusin they were involved in uh, you know the, the ownership of the squad Gary Gregg and um I remember uh, Stu McDonald got brought in to help that out. He's still at the Edmonton Oilers all these years later. Alan Watt and obviously Patrick LaForge. And there was some criticism. And there was like a momentum shift that started to gain some sort of positive energy. And I swear Wayne Gretzky had something to do with it. I'm pretty sure Wayne talked to... uh, he may have talked to Mr. Bettman. By the way, uh, Gator, for me, we moved out to the acreage when I was 12, and I remember playing at Colchester Outdoor Arena, and it was next to Highway 14, and it would just the wind would just blow right across the highway into the outdoor rink. It was never above minus 15, ever, ever. Like, it just, it was, uh, and, and you, you hated running into a guy's elbow or something because you just get split open. Jose Theodore, is that the game where he had the uh, toucan in goal? Yeah, he had the, the little uh, Canadian's toucan on the uh, top of his goalie mask there. It was, uh, I think there's uh, one of those McFarland figures out there uh, to the day that, uh, probably is it's still a hot item out in the market for those collectors out there yeah well there you go so it's a great time for the player did you ever play in another one uh, later on when you're in philly or ottawa or did you end up missing them no no that was the only one it was a part of uh the ottawa coaching staff when they played uh the canucks in uh i guess it would be bc place or yeah uh, at that time, but it was uh, it was obviously roofed and uh, it was a different environment from uh what it was uh playing in Commonwealth Stadium there for sure I mean the uh, the, uh, the elements and the, and the conditions were, were a lot friendlier uh, in the uh, in the Dome Stadium for sure opposed to being outside uh, I bumped into one of your uh, good friends from Edmonton uh, JD out at uh, the Blackhawk at the Golden Bears tournament last week on uh, Thursday night and I, I know you loved your time at Edmonton here we're joined by Jason Smith the former captain of the Edmonton Oilers he's currently uh, you're, you're still with Philly as an assistant coach coaching their minor league team, working with Ian Perrier. Is that right, uh, Jason? Yeah, I'm out here in Allentown uh, gearing up for our rookie camp starting here next week, and uh, it's 
spend some time at the rink uh, getting things going and, and trying to get settled back into uh, being out east here. Uh, did it surprise you at all how hardy the fans were in oil country that they stayed, you know, with the uh, alumni game earlier all the way through your guys' game as well? Because it was an awesome crowd. How loud was it, by the way, in the building? Oh, I mean, uh, I think it's a credit to the passion of the fans of, of the Oilers and obviously the uh, the Hab fans over there as well. I think uh, you, you, uh, you never really uh, realize uh, as a fan uh, or as a player that uh, Montreal's got supporters all over all over the country and, and uh, there was a lot of fans there and theirs, but uh, the other fans are uh, second to none in, in hockey and uh, a credit to them for, for sticking out the uh, conditions and, and uh, obviously staying for for, for both games, I think uh, I think the the place was jam packed uh, probably an hour before the uh, the alumni game started, and uh, they stayed all the way through the uh, the final seconds of uh, of the game we played, which uh, in all time was probably six or seven eight hours outside, and it was cold out and bitter. But I think uh, people were having a good time, and uh, the Oilers put on uh, a great event for uh, the National League and. Uh, for both those teams to be involved was uh, special. Uh, now, I, I, one way to stay warm is if you have a lot of antifreeze, if you know what I mean, Jason. So if I recall correctly, you got to stay well lubed, and I think there are a lot of fans lubricated uh, with the good stuff. Uh, one final one for you. If I recall correctly, did you guys end up going through a bit of a swoon after that loss in that game where you, you, you struggled over the next six or seven games, a little bit of illness running through the team? Yeah, I think there was a handful of guys that were sick. I think, I mean, uh, I think the, the, the day before when we went out to practice, I think it might even have been uh, colder or around the same temperature, but the wind was really blowing. I remember going out there for like 30 minutes and I was like, I'm not sure if I can make it through the game, but, uh, you know, I think it was, uh, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a time for our team where it was, you know, to be a part of a special event and kind of the after effects of it, uh, you know, we grinded through it, and uh, it was it was kind of a building moment for our group. That uh, you know, uh, going into the rest of the year was was something that we were we were, we were happy to be a part of, and uh, kind of a, a bonding moment as a group. Jason, I'm getting guys texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line right now. Uh, they became Oilers fans during the 06 run. It was a spectacular, uh, you know, four uh, playoff series run. We're hoping for that in oil country this year. Thank you very much for joining us on Oilers Now. Say hi to Keith Jones, great guy, the next time you see him. And good luck uh, in the Flyers organization this upcoming season. For sure. Well, thanks for having me, and uh, hopefully the uh, outdoor game this year goes uh, goes great for the fans and the uh, oil country, and uh, hopefully the results are better. All right, there you go. That is former Edmonton Oilers captain Jason Smith, the Gator, 547 in Edmonton. The Oilers Now Injury Report's brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown. The best football player produced out of the University of Alberta over the last 40 years. This guy was an all-star cornerback. He was an all-star kick returner. He was a player of the week as a wide receiver. He had a lengthy CFL career, won uh, a Grey Cup in 1993. And James H. Brown are big supporters of the Edmonton Oilers, the Edmonton Elks, and the U of A Golden Bears. As promised, when we come back, Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews' agent, Judd Moldaver, when we return on Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, Kellen Kennedy. This is Oilers Now. Afternoon drive version. After 12 years, noon to 2, we're into 5 to 7. 
Hey, Stoffer, says Mark and St. Albert on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. What the hell is a rocket surgeon? Good interview with Connor. The boys are going all the way this year. That comes from Mark and St. Albert. Uh, well, it's a combination. It's a playoff, uh, the legendary Don Cherry, who's the joke about rocket surgeons instead of riot, uh, rocket scientists. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Do you have any uh, 2003 Heritage Classic memories? It was damn cold. No question about that. All right. We are going to tell you uh, that you have an opportunity and it's closing fast, closing fast. Don't miss on your chance to join an exciting road trip in Smashville. Nashville, Tennessee, you'll watch the Oilers play the Preds. This package includes nonstop airfare with Flair Airlines, Four Nights Deluxe Hotel near all the action. Lower bowl game tickets, a welcome reception with yours truly. We're going to bring some special guests. Last time we were in Nashville, we had Paul Coffey, Ken Holland, and Jay Woodcroft join us. Experience all that is Music City USA. It has to offer this October on the Nashville Roadie. Reach out to newestravel.com. Or uh, go online and again at newestravel.com. As promised, uh, our next guest now represents two best players in the National Hockey League, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Watch, I probably parroted myself to open the interview, but we are going to head off and get to a one-on-one sit-down conversation with Judd Moldaver from Wasserman. He represents the two biggest stars in the National Hockey League from Wasserman. He was a partner of uh, the Edmonton Oilers' new CEO of Hockey Operations, Jeff Jackson. We welcome to the show Oilers now, Judd Moldaver. Judd, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me on, Bob. Excited yeah. to be here in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. First of all, look, we had Jeff Jackson on the show yesterday, did an extensive 45-minute interview with him. You have worked with him the last several years. From your perspective, uh, maybe educate our listeners a bit about Jeff. Yeah, it's great. Well, first of all, I'm super happy for Jeff. I'm super happy for the organization, all the players, the fan base. Uh, Jeff's a first-class person. Um, hopefully everyone's been able to pick up on his eclectic background. I mean, Jeff's worn every hat in hockey. He was a player and went through that experience. Uh, he was an attorney outside the game. Uh, he's been an agent. So he's had a really great view of, of the game and he's a great person I think he's going to do a lot of wonderful things for the organization and the players and ultimately the fan base here in Edmonton. We have uh, Brian Lawton on the show on a weekly basis. He started Octagon's agency. Rick Vallette who's represented Nugent Hopkins has been on our show numerous times. Jerry Johansson's been on the most from the Sports Corporation. I'm always, Jeff's been on a bunch of times I'm always interested in the journey and I'm just wondering Judd how you got into the agency business. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm a Canadian. I grew up in Toronto so on the other, other part of the country uh i think like a lot of canadians and obviously those that are young hockey fans around the world uh always had a passion for the game played it um had some dreams of playing uh, all the way at some point but early in my teens realized that might be a stretch and just wanted to use hockey to further my education my opportunity and hope that that would lead into a professional experience whether it was going to be agenting or on the team side and was able to find uh, some internships early in my in my 20s and uh, got lucky. And I guess the puck landed flat and uh, been very fortunate to work with a lot of great people over the years and, and a lot of great players and families. And um, here I am. I, too, lack the speed, talent, agility, coordination, toughness, character, and discipline to have, uh, play the Western <laughs> Hockey League, let alone the, the NHL. So you've had this interesting journey, and, you know, this is we might do a more extensive interview uh, down the road in time once you get a little bit more uh, used to rolling in Edmonton on a fairly regular basis, because you do have uh, represent Connor McDavid. But, 
you know, it, it, it's interesting because I've always, you know, I always sort of watch sort of the, the the growth of the league and the challenges that have come with it. And it's funny how things change. I mean, when the Edmonton Investors Group, Cal Nichols, had the orders, they had to fight to get to a salary cap, right? Mm-hmm. Like Gary Bettman, that was the battle. It wasn't the battle of Alberta. It was the battle for Alberta, for Edmonton and Calgary and Ottawa and places like that. And the Oilers since 0506, with the exception of the last year at Rexall Place, 1516, um, in any year in which we've had fans, the Oilers have been a revenue contributor, a big one. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what the TV mm-hmm. numbers are for the mm-hmm. team. They got the second bus uh, numbers in uh, can- uh, English-speaking numbers in Canada. Uh, obviously, Toronto's one, Montreal's two. The Oilers are third. Mm-hmm. Just a, a thought. I mean, it's so, so, such a passionate game in Canada. I do think we're headed to a better place, though, coming out of the pandemic with TNT and ESPN, and hopefully, we'll finally see some wiggle room on the salary cap because it's been challenging over the last couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, no, I think that's a really good encapsulation. Uh, obviously, the world went through what the world went through and, and it affected everybody. And it, with respect to our game, I think next year will be the last year of that slow growth. Um, I think the PA and the NHL will continue to work together and find ways to grow the game, as cliche as that is, in, in partnership and collaboration. Uh, I think most players and people would agree the game has never had this much talent uh, at once. It's it's an amazing game. We have to keep exposing it, not just to the core audiences, but to the non-traditional audiences. And I think, yes, the, the cap will go up. Um, hopefully we'll see some more movement, more excitement. You know, teams will be able to be more free and making adjustments. And uh, I think the state of the game is really healthy. It doesn't mean there's not work to do and, and things to accomplish. But I think manifesting positivity and all the stakeholders uh, working together is important. And players are the most important uh, content. It's That's what people want to see. And the talent is is in another level than it's ever been and so we got to support that grow it and and use the u.s and in canada and the international fan base to work in unison and keep this thing going because it's the best game in the world and we're all lucky to be a part of it uh we are and it is about the players first we're all here because of the players and you represent two of the best players on the planet the last two uh mvps in the national hockey league uh, you just did an extension for austin matthews Connor mcdavid now that uh, jeff is with the edmonton Oilers. There's a responsibility. We don't hear a lot from you, but there is a responsibility that comes with that, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, I mean, those that know me, I'm I'm not shy. Uh, that's for sure. At the same time, it's been a really humbling uh, experience, not just this past summer and the opportunity to represent Connor, um, you know, representing Austin and my other clients that I'm very lucky to, to be a part of and their families. It's, it's a humbling thing uh, for sure. Uh, I'm not usually lost for words, but on this one, I, I definitely was. And yet I feel super excited excited, um, very privileged to, to say the least and excited to be here at Edmonton and excited for the season ahead for Connor and Austin and again feel very fortunate they're two tremendous humans who care very much about what they do and are extremely talented and just really quality people and quality families and I'm lucky man, what can I tell you? Alright, well and you're in Edmonton for the first time First time. First time. Hopefully you're here uh, for about the next 15 years, but that's for a lot of other reasons. You guys have also got Evan Bouchard as well. Right. Who, uh, you know. And I'd, Connor Brown. And Connor Brown. And not a surprise, by the way, that Evan's maybe achieved. If you watch the practices, you can see the skill that he had and just, 
you know, just needed confidence uh, in being played. But just uh, thought, what's it been like coming out to Edmonton the first time? Yeah, it's been amazing. There'll be at least a second trip. Oh, don't worry. Um, no, but it's been amazing, and and uh, obviously being colleagues with Jeff for a long time, and Dave Gagne, uh, who's another colleague who uh, chiefed in Evans' representation. And yeah, it's, it's been awesome. I mean, I'm a proud Canadian while I, I live uh, in the U.S. as well. Uh, great people, uh, great environment, being here at the rink and the facility. Uh, it's been awesome. So I'm, I'm looking forward to my, my next trip and hopefully several trips after that and taking in some games live and spending more time with you, Bob, if you'll have me. Uh, you'd be the only one that would say that, just so you know, Judd. <laughs> thank you very much for joining us here on Oilers Now. I really appreciate you having me, and thanks for the time. That is Judd Moldaver. He is the scout or the uh, agent now uh, for Connor McDavid. Also, just consummated the Austin Matthews four-year extension with the Toronto Maple Leafs. All right, we're going to have unofficial trivia time. It's strictly for bragging rights at this time for our friends at Pro Am Sports. We talked about the Oilers game against the Montreal Canadiens in uh, November of 2003, the first Heritage Classic. The Oilers going into that game had won how many consecutive games? And how many games did it take them after losing the Heritage Classic to win again? Okay, so I need the number of games for both. We will head off at uh, 5.59 to a global news weather traffic update with Thomas Dias. And when we come back, the season debut for Abe's Door Service, one of the most plugged-in men in the business, Elliot Friedman.